Welcome to the Spiritual Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Pinkley. Let's begin. Episode 69, The Dark Night of the Soul. This is a, a very convoluted and misunderstood, often misunderstood topic. And as well as the fact that two years ago, uh, I, because of the un- uniquity of my path, you know, I discovered this thing that I that I refer to as the vibrational meat grinder, which is a 10x of the dark night of the soul. It is, it's so brutal that it is indescribable, and really only, you know, front runner souls generally are the only ones who go through that. That just just been my experience, and there's, but the the dark night of the soul is bad enough, uh, and in the purpose of going through the dark night of the soul is to create a crack in the egoic shell. And to create self-awareness, egoic diminishment, and a big level up in your life. So despite the fact that it feels incredibly negative uh, and disempowering while you're in it and heartbreaking, right? You know, the one of the symptoms that you will feel in the dark night of the soul is sort of a, a, a almost like daily heartbreak. Over and over again, get your heart broken is is one way that that a lot of people describe it. Um, its definitely purpose is to grind away at your ego, to get you to release suppressed suppressed emotions, and to level you up to to start to move from the mind to the heart. Right, you're after you go through the dark night of soul. You typically the person will redefine themselves. They'll rediscover something that they're more passionate about. And they will redefine the nature of their relationships around them. And there may be people that leave um, your life during this time, but it's 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 always for the highest good. And even though it's it can be incredibly heartbreaking during the process when this is happening, uh, and it could take a year or even two, but there will come a point where you'll realize and even fully acknowledge from a higher perspective how how this this was the best thing that could have happened to you. But when you're going through it, that's the last thing on your mind. The only thing you want is you want it to stop. Um, You want it to be over. You don't want the people that are leaving you to leave. You don't want the illness, um, you know, that you're going through to happen. You want to just get better. You want to get healed. You know, you may go to a bunch of doctors and there's nothing they can do because it's a dark night of the soul, so there's no there's no Western medics, medical diagnosis for that. Uh, but that's part of the process is scrambling to try to go to doctors to, to, to get better. Because, I mean, the dark night of the soul, you know, and I talk a lot about the vibrational meat grinder. But, you know, just dialing it back to, you know, which is a 10x of this. But, you know, uh, it's still it's still the same thing just in, you know, uh, in miniature, you know, and, and even saying that, you know, that slightly sort of dismissive or diminishing way of describing it doesn't really do it just doesn't do you justice if you're in it because it it doesn't feel like anything uh, small or minor at all it feels huge it feels life altering life shattering heartbreaking heartrending you know so but there's a purpose for it Um, and that is to you know to clear away you know burn through a part of the smaller self to to get closer to this, your soul self and to become more heart-centered. Uh, it's, a, it's a gigantic level up. Um, 
the biggest thing to understand about the dark night of the soul is that, you know, just like the vibrational meat grinder, the only way through is through. The only way you can get through this is just to get through it. And it's a combination of sort of, you know, you, may, you might find yourself in a pitched battle, right, with your health or with people around you. It could be legal battles. You could be getting, you know, fired from your job or, I mean, so many things happen to people. Um, and they're different. Each person's different, but it still fits into a generalized framework of loss, health issues, and just, you know, basically your world kind of coming to an end as you previously knew it. And I fully acknowledge that just, you know, just me saying the only way through is through doesn't make it better or make it, you know, or, or you know, make it bearable. Um, but actually, you know, there have been people that have, have said, you know, I have a tendency to, to get people that are going through crisis has a ten tendency to be my almost my number one client draw because I am one of few people who understand what's happening to them. Um, whenever when their life's disintegrating or they've got these incurable chronic health conditions that are getting worse and becoming life-threatening, you know, and they may have gone to so many doctors. The doctors can't help you. When it's vibrational, they can't help you. I mean, you could get lucky and, and find a med that lessens the symptoms, but ultimately the, the issue is one of vibration. It's one of suppressed emotional density within you that needs to be integrated and released, um, which means that you need to surrender. You need to be, you need to feel into it, allow yourself to re-experience it. For a lot of people, that's terrifying. And I, I understand that. I mean, I've been at this for a long time. Um, I mean, I've been on the spiritual path for decades, but, you know, really the emotional integration path, uh, you know, it's been probably, probably 15 years that I've, that I've, I've been on the emotional end of it doing the emotional work part of it um and interestingly uh it started with eft emotional freedom technique the tapping that was my first real look at the emotional part of it uh from there i moved into i think what was it and eft was fascinating and i got some interesting results from that but it was sort of temporary meaning that you have to kind of keep tapping um the next thing was the Sedona method with Hale Dwoskin by Hale Dwoskin. Um, he got that from Lester Levinson. Um, and that was fascinating. And it helped me to start to see deeper into it. But it was still sort of temporary work. I mean, it was a, it was a necessary piece of the puzzle because I sort of stumbled onto something deeper through that. That wasn't really the Sedona method technique itself, but it, was, it became part of the framework for emotional integration. And then the third real piece of the puzzle was Michael Brown's The Presence Process, which is a great read, um, where he, through a certain type of connected breath work and, you know, and, and, and sort of rebirthing yourself uh, by soaking in a bathtub and doing this breath work, he was talking about the surfacing of suppressed emotions for integration, right? And a big part of that was felt resonance, which is the ability to feel for them. And then surrender into them so that you, 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 you allow the body to, 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 you know, uh, to express itself, right? I mean, he wasn't saying all of that. That's already me and my understanding kind of superimposing a little bit. But he, he was, his, his work was basically the third and final piece of the puzzle 
for me to create the emotional integration technique, um, which is a combination of all of it, but it's at the same time, it's none of it because, I mean, you know, no offense to any of those wonderful teachers and people that I've learned from, but this is radically superior. This is a fast track, you know, surrendering in and feeling for surrendering into and, you know, that deep allowance where you access it on the spot. You could be anywhere. You could be at the grocery store. You could be, you know, pumping gas. You could be at work. And you could just get good at this. You know, if, if you're at work at a meeting and it comes up, you can excuse yourself, go to the bathroom, surrender into it for like 120 seconds and burn through a huge piece. You know, you slap some water on your face and come back. But you're already, every time you do that, it's permanent. The work is permanent, right? So, sorry, I got a little sidetracked. But the point of me bringing that up is that surrendering and feeling is the only way to potentially, and not that, not that you can speed up, the, uh, the dark night of the soul or the vibrational meat grinder for that matter. But the, if there was a way it would be to surrender and feel because the quicker you integrate the suppressed emotional charges that this whole thing is designed to access, you know, as one of the primary components of it, the quicker you can, you can be done with it. Potentially. It's not so much that you speed it up. Um, you, you, cause you, I wouldn't say that you could speed it up. It's more, um, it's more that you you enable yourself to go as fast, the highest rate possible, right? So you're going to be in it for a certain length of time, but if there was a way to speed it up, it would be to surrender and feel deeply, uh, to allow yourself to burn through the suppressed emotion. The other thing, the egoic diminishment part of it, um, that is definitely something that cannot be sped up. So there's a certain amount of suffering uh, that is unfortunately necessary because you can, you the ego must you you must grind away the ego. You have to die to yourself. That's what real egoic diminishment is. It's dying to yourself over and over again over a period of time. I mean, really, honestly, it's the most brutal thing because egoic diminishment requires usually requires extreme adverse outer physical circumstances and environment uh, to make that happen. In other words, you can't, you can't really, you can't be comforted. You can't be in a comfortable position or situation in order for egoic diminishment to transpire. You've got to be in a, in a really, really uncomfortable situation uh, in order for there to be egoic diminishment. And, it can, and it's, it's not a one-time deal. Egoic diminishment only happens over the course of a period of days, weeks, months, or or, uh, or years, generally years, um, is, is, you know, is what it takes. Um, but that's just, you know, for most people on the spiritually awakening path, there's going to be, there's going to be a dark night of the soul, uh, at the very least. And for front runners, there's going to be a lot of times, uh, there's going to be a, um, a vibrational meat grinder. Um, you know, it, it doesn't mean that you need to, to want it or, or, or seek it. It just means that if you're going through it, now you now you understand why that is. Now you understand what's happening. Um, and hopefully now you have a framework. Um, a lot of people in the dark night of the soul, or again, especially the vibrational meat grinder, that you feel like you're going to die. And uh, I'm telling you, that's not going to happen. You know, mostly it's for people that are in the vibrational meat grinder. Um because some of the times those people, you know, part of their, their, their journey is to actually get something like cancer or these, uh, with like what I had was this autoimmune 
you know, I had multiple things happening at once, which is usually that's part of it. And part one of them was this autoimmune thing where I was starting to internally drown and I'd had to stay up to kind of keep clearing my airway and it kept me up. And it was this brutal grind over a period of weeks, months and years where I would just get got so tired. I couldn't keep myself awake. And so I would wake up, you know, with uh, my airway starting to fill up, you know, uh, and then my nasal passages were also closing up. Um, not because of anything sinus related, because they were just freaking closing. I mean, it was, it's not describable, right? And if you've never been through it, your, your tendency is going to be to try to, uh, project, uh, you know, an incredibly, ex extremely limiting, you know, uh, perception onto it. Um, you know, well, did you go to a doctor and what did the doctor say? You know, and that's, that's how, you know, somebody's not really fully spiritually awakened and no offense to anybody because I was there. We, we, this is, this is it. You know, I, I'm not, there's nothing special about me. I mean, well, I mean, my path is very unique. Uh, you know, it's been a brutal grind. But, you know, I, I mean, I, I came from probably the lowest level of consciousness of <laughs> accessible. The first, you know, 27 years of my life was, I mean, ridiculous. So I'm not preaching. Uh, I'm speaking from experience. You know what I mean? I was dead, dead, dead asleep, um, you know, <laughs> until my spiritual awakening started. But, you know, I'm just saying that if you've been through this, you're going through this, you, you start to quickly realize you can't tell a lot of people about it because they're just going to start to project these things onto you. And either in the beginning, you might try these things because you're just like, you know, you're in the throes of this. But ultimately, you realize this and you start to not ask people or tell people about it because they're going to say, really, they're going to project really trite, limiting things onto you um, that are, you know, well, have you done this and have you done this? And, and you know, and it's just going to be really incredibly disempowering. So, and it's nothing, you know, it's nothing against them. They just haven't gone through it yet, you know, and maybe they're not going to this time around, um, you know, so it's for you, you know, really to focus, understand the only way through is through, um, the more I can surrender and feel the quicker this might go. Uh, and just to hang in there, because if you're going through it, you're going to make it out of this, but not until it's done. So, you know, anyway, this this episode is to try to give you a framework of what the dark night of the soul is, um, what's what the result of it is and, and why you're going through it. And then that you're going to you're going to make it. But you're going to be, you know, when you come out of it, you you will be you'll see the world completely differently. So anyway, hopefully this was helpful. As always, if you're interested in some coaching, head over to ChristopherPinkley.com. Uh, I also do uh, corporate consulting as well, corporate workshops, etc., or I do private workshops if you want If you want to, to um, fly me out. I've done a few of those now, uh, groups of people, various locations. So head over to ChristopherPinkley.com and fill out the Work With Chris form. Otherwise, take good care and I'll talk to you soon.